With you, hour three on a Thursday, second day of March. We're brought to you every morning by the River Wind here on the Ref. Home of Sooner fans, Sooner women win in overtime last night. They are one win away from at least a share of the Big 12 title. Sooner men lose at K State 85 69. Uh, how good's K State, TJ? How far could they go? If they play like that last night, uh, Final Four. I agree. I mean, they were great last night. They were they were confident in everything that they did. They did not hesitate. Even early on in that game when OU really could have pulled out and had a little bit bigger of a lead, um, Kansas State was missing some shots right at the basket. They just they couldn't get stuff to fall. They started four for 20. That's what I'm saying. They, they couldn't get shots to fall. They were good shots. They were right there at the basket. They just couldn't get them to drop. But, man, they were cutting to the basket. They were kicking out. They were uh, dro- uh, you know, dropping threes all over the place, some at nearly half court. They were they were impressive last night. Noel turned around before while well, that three was still in the air. Oh, yeah, just walked away. It was Steph Curry-like, yeah. Kevin and I were talking about this last night on the broadcast. I think there are four teams that are capable of going to the Final Four in uh, the Big 12. Kansas, Texas, Baylor, and Kansas State. Um, And it'll depend on matchups like it always does. But, boy, you got two guards like that that can score the ball like they can in March. That's a great formula. Now, We've seen the good and the bad of K-State. I mean, yeah, that's, that's not true. the same that's team no. that we saw in Norman. Um, oh, you got their attention. And they were phenomenal after the first 10 minutes or so last night. You mentioned they look like the Showtime Lakers. I mean, between the legs passes and behind the back. and 30-foot threes where they turn around while it's in the midair. And well, that one dart, the, the, the pass from the dart just uh, straight ahead for the dunk to, I think, Tomlin, whoever that was that dunked it in, it was just a tremendous pass. So, yeah. yeah. And that, I'm going to miss that arena. I know I've said it before, but uh, incredible atmosphere in that place. And uh, they're doing the Wabash Cannonball all night and everything. And so, they're good. Who, Which Big 12 team has the best chance of winning the national championship? Well, I mean, the answer's got to be Kansas just because of their pedigree and, you know, coming off of the uh, national championship. Baylor's right there, too. 
So, I mean, of the Big 12 teams, I would favor those two. Um, Texas has to show me, prove it, that they can even do it and go on a run in a tournament. So I, w- I would say those two for me is Kansas and Baylor just because we've seen it, they know how to do it, and they've done it recently. Yeah, there's some pedigree there. pedigree there, yeah. I mean, they know what they're doing. Kansas' lack of depth worries me, but they're starting to get some productivity out of the big guys, so that helps. Texas, Texas is good. Like, everywhere on the court, good. But they do seem to fall on their face when March rolls around. Baylor is tremendous, but they rely so heavily on the three. That could be good or bad in a tournament. You know, you have an off night, you're done in the first round. That's true, yeah. But they get hot, they'll bury teams with the three ball. K-State might be the most well-balanced of all of them. They don't play a lot of guys, but the guys they do play are really good and they get enough out of their bigs to that you got to respect. Like Tomlin had another nineteen or twenty last night. I don't know that, that. I mean, their uh, recency bias—they were impressive. No, All no, right, yeah, teams, they're capable yeah, of it. I was gonna say, yeah, they're capable of it. So, it's time to read the news. The Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Show will return after in the news and these messages. Next, another interesting story that's in the news. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. I don't think I like it. (laughs) In the news. (laughs) I think I like your imitation of it better than the uh, actuality. Okay. Okay. I've added a uh, a Kurt Keeley says, no love for TCU. They are the most athletic team in the league. They are the most athletic team in the league. TJ, can TCU go to a Final Four? No, I don't think so. Kurt again wrong like he usually is. Is the big guy going to be healthy? The big guy's healthy. Did he play last night? The big dude that runs on his tippy toes. Did he play last um, night? I'm not sure. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see. I don't know. If he's healthy, game changer for them. Because yes, he did. Kurt says he did. All right. Yes, the TCU could go to a Final Four. Lampkin. Thank you, Kurt. Lampkin's not taking anyone to a Final Four. I'm sorry. I'm not asking him to take him. I'm just saying he gets tons of rebounds, and you've got to. Otherwise, they don't have a threat down there. And he gives them a threat. I don't like him any more than you do, but he can play a little bit. And you you surround him with all of the – and Mike Miles can score. They got veterans that can jump out of the gym. Yeah, he's right. If Lampkin's back, TCU is a Final Four threat. I agree. You disagree? I disagree. He's a buffoon. You disagree. But what is, I mean, buffoons win national championships, Teach. Oh, name one buffoon that's ever won a national championship. See, you can't do it. Uh, I'm trying to think of who was on Kansas' team last year. (laughs) Bill Self? No, that's mean. Uh, You just won. Ding, ding, ding. You proved me wrong. All right, I got a new addition. I'm going to produce this thing up for in the news today. Tell me if you like this. A little hot. Let me dial that back a little bit. Dateline Ames, Iowa. Iowa State will be without guard Caleb Grill for the remainder of the season. Dismissed from the team by T.J. Otzelberger yesterday. Quote, 
We hold our players to high standards, and there are expectations that our student-athletes are held accountable for, Otzelberger said. Wow. No more Caleb Grill. What did he say? I mean, I know he said a word, but I don't know what he said or even what it was. I don't know. The circumstances were. I don't know if he, I don't know that he said a word. I I have no idea what happened. He said something. Something was said, but I don't know if it was at an uh, opposing player, fan base, in a locker room situation. It was very vague, but I know he said something that he regrets saying. Well, I mean, let the guessing sounds like he's begin. man. That letter he put out too sounds like he's dealing with depression and a bunch of stuff going on with him right now. So hope he's Not all true. right. Yeah. Not good. Um, all right, let me see. And then I got to do this again here. That's a little too soft. I'll, I'll try to get it right in the middle there. Kevin Durant is back. He made his debut with the Phoenix Suns last night. They won 23 points for KD in a victory over Charlotte. Betting odds have Phoenix the betting favorite to win the West now, Teach. Agree? No. Okay. You're still taking Denver? No. Oh. Who are you taking? The Dallas Mavericks. Now get out of here. You can't, you can't, you can't win a game. How about, how about Giannis's uh, shot at KD? What did he say? Fine. Keep jumping to these super teams. Why don't you uh, be a real man like me and show you can carry a team to a championship? He said that? Uh, along those lines. And I don't know how. Uh, I, he Hang was on. joking, but it was in a podcast. Um, I agree with Giannis. Hey. Hang on. We're being attacked. <laughs> There's not a black truck with a yellow stone tag in your driveway, is there? A man with a shotgun just standing in our front yard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got to uh, stop laughing. We've got a serious story here. Former Georgia star Jalen Carter, one of the top prospects in next month's NFL draft, has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with that crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member after the national championship game. Uh, He put out a statement last night saying he was innocent, he's going to turn himself in, and this will all be explained and everybody will see his side of the story. But huge story with the NFL draft coming up, T.J. This guy was going to go way, way, way high. Will still go way, way, way high. Not if he's in jail. He's not going to jail. He was racing uh, down the street. Be a misdemeanor. Hmm. He'll, uh, he'll be right well, back. You do in the know top the legal system the better than I do. So, I mean, who of us haven't had a little uh, street racing in our past? Come on. <laughs> Me. You did street in Enid. You were a big street racer. Um, Hang on a second. You would line up there with your tweeters and thumpers and woofers in the back, and you'd race cars in Enid. Well, I've seen people do it. Yeah, I didn't have the vehicles to do it, but I uh, a friend of mine had the Mustang and some different things. So yeah, I've seen it. Sure, that's what I'm saying. We said, "Who of us haven't raced?" It sounds like you haven't raced. I've been in the vehicle of street races. Let's say that. You've been in the passenger now, seat or uh, the yes, driver's seat? Uh, passenger seat. Now, let's. I've probably been in the driver's seat joking around with people like back in that day in my S10, my little uh, uh, four-cylinder S10. But, you know, 
that wasn't a serious street race. Someone Is that what attracted Katie to you, that you're such a lawbreaker and she's such a law follower? So, one of our early on, I have, <laughs> uh, never mind, I'm not going to talk about Go this. ahead. No, you've started. No, no I just no, said, there was it. a point in our relationship that street racing, illegal street racing, was a part of an early night uh, of our relationship that... <laughs> I ended up at the street races with her for certain reasons, and um, I ended up with her. That's all I'm going to say, okay? Now, so you won her from somebody uh, else. Maybe, so maybe. She was yeah. somebody else's boyfriend. That, uh, that might be it. That might you be said, it. if I win this, I get your girlfriend. It was a fast and furious neon yeah. green cars with lights and all this stuff and uh, okay, racing now, for but, pink slips, and I'm like, what kind of world is this? I'm not condoning or not condoning. Th- I'm not condoning or not condoning that. However, that's different than racing down I-35. <laughs> right? Which I'm I think just saying by the time doing. it's all said and done, he's a top five It sounds pick. like you're giving him a pass. You're just saying, yeah, fine. Somebody got killed. Who cares? Everybody I, I hate it. that someone got killed. I'm saying he's not going to jail. That's what I'm saying. Very sad that someone's life was lost. Go <laughs> from such a serious subject into that music. What's breaking news, DJ? I got to get to the breaking news here. Uh, Matt Meyer apparently missed a most recent game because he had caffeine poisoning. Matt Meyer, who used what? to play for Baylor, now plays for Illinois. Remember that guy? He's the guy that the mullet, need, right? Yeah. Yeah. He need Tanner Groves in the face <laughs> last year, causing Tanner to pick up a foul. Now, hold on. There's a such thing as caffeine poisoning? Well, let me tell the story. Okay, go ahead. Uh, let me get to the story here. Well, I'll let Matt tell. According it to Dino, uh, Tanner Groves two days. I had face. caffeine poisoning. I literally had uh, six monsters the day of the game. I only had one before, but I had five after because I like a caffeine-induced euphoria to play video games in, um, and so I uh, I could barely get out of bed the next day. It was like basically like a caffeine hangover, and uh, so this is my first day of practicing since then. He drank six monsters because he likes a caffeine-induced euphoria to play b- uh, video games in. That guy is on a full collegiate scholarship. Yeah, he might get drafted. What, what, look, what's your point? You're condoning street racing, but you're against guys <laughs> drinking monsters? Touche. Ah, street racing, somebody got killed, who cares? <laughs> I can't believe that! Caffeine! I know. It's, it's just the way he answered it. I want to be in a euphoria state when I'm playing my video games. He's back. My, he was we sick. have the same problem around here when Mike Steely's on his uh, Twitch stream lurking on people. He's hammering monster drinks in a <laughs> euphoric state. <laughs> I got to tell you, the news, the stinger is a great addition to Zero Reads the News. And finally, you'll be shocked to know that our final story today is food related. As soon as I get it to pull up. The KFC Double Down Sandwich is back, TJ. I didn't know it had left or it was even there. 
the KFC Double Down Sandwich features no bread, two chicken fillets serve as the bread, with cheese, two strips of bacon, mayo, spicy sauce inside. Double Down first appeared in 2010. KFC sold more than 10 million sandwiches. They brought it back in 2014. Again, it exploded. And for a limited time, they're bringing it back. Now, that means, TJ, you got to hold on to the chicken while you eat this. You understand the chicken is the bread. I'm with Kevin Henry on this. Fork and knife required, okay? You slobs. Available March 6th for a limited time only, the KFC Double Down. What are you doubling down on, a heart attack? Uh, No doubt about that for sure. And that's the news for this second day of March 2023. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. He's Toby, I'm TJ. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show right here on The Ref. Statewide on The Ref Radio Sports Network. This hour brought to you by RK Black. Been in business since 1952, leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. That means they like... Uh, Stormman Norman tacos and uh, mac and cheese bowls or whatever it was yeah. that the Jayhawks are serving. They love those uh, over there at RK Black. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Know Lawrence is famous for mac and cheese. <laughs> uh, same with the double stack. never heard apparently, that in my life. Uh, apparently. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Who hasn't had a double stacker at KFC? Come on. This one says it's actually quite good. Pro tip on the double down, one grilled, one batter piece of chicken. Hmm. Um, I can honestly say I never have had it. I don't believe I've had anything from KFC since I probably lived under my parents' roof. You ever go out for fried? I mean, do you, you guys ever get fried chicken? So, like, do tenders count? Like canes? That's not fried chicken, okay. really. Yeah, I mean, it is fried chicken. It but, is, but um, obviously, you know, like a bucket of chicken. Never, you know? never. When I was when we were growing up, every once in a while that would be dinner. Dad would bring home a bucket of chicken, and even like uh, when our kids were little, maybe for Sunday on the way home from church, we'd grab a bucket of chicken, some sides, bring it home. That would be Sunday lunch. But we haven't done that in years and years and years. I think someone church's had- fried chicken. My dad loved church's right. fried chicken. Fried chicken's delicious. It's just something we never have. Like, well, it's bad um, Aishans, for you. So Katie's Aishans, not gonna delicious. Have I mean, come oh, on. Oh, I forgot Forget about, about Aishans. Yeah, Forget about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, We've been to Aishans. I forgot. About that. Uh, let's see here. TJ knows the NFL. Carter will get a complete pass. Thank you. That's what most people say about me. Expert on the NFL. If he can play and he's not in prison, I have no doubt somebody's going to draft him. Yeah. Been there, done that. TJ on Memorial in Tulsa. There's a fellow street racer racer there. Like you. In the words of the great Ricky Bobby, I want to go fast. That's what this texture says. (laughs) Man, I wish I knew Enid, TJ. (laughs) There's no way we would have hung out together. 
Did you go cruising on Friday night? No. Now, see, I was every Friday night you would have found me cruising. Now, the one place I did avoid that I was scared of was the arcade in Enid. Uh, people listening in Enid right now are probably laughing at that. The uh, arcade over there was some uh, shady individuals. They were probably smoking out in the parking lot. I was scared to go in there. I went in there from time to time, but I'm like, man, I smell like cigarette smoke now. My parents are going to think I'm smoking. I'm going to get in trouble. I was always scared of the arcade. Can we go back just to cruising in my car? The only extracurricular things I did in high school was uh, basketball at the park and Bible quizzing. <laughs> I mean, other than playing sports, you know. If, uh, I, go, if I was going anywhere, I was going right. to uh, with the one hey, of those two things. Worked out for you. Look, we ended up in the same spot. Who's That's to what say saying. what the like proper we, way is? If we knew each other in high school, we would have sat on opposite sides of the cafeteria, never hung out at all, and look where life has landed us. I don't know if that's the truth, because I probably would have been sitting over there in uh, art class, and you would have seen my sweet uh, uh, art project with the Reds beating the A's in the World Series, and I used like, actual sand and stuff for the diamond, and um, you would have been what like, the heck hey. am I doing in art class? I'm in band. Hey, look at that. Like I'm just saying, I probably had it with me carrying it to other classes you know because it was oh, too big I to fit in my backpack or something you're like hey i'm a fan of the reds and i'm like i'm not really but a baseball fan and i just i needed something where i used actual dirt on the project that would have sparked our friendship yeah and then you would have so. said did we just become best friends i see i see you as the guy in the jean jacket sitting on top of the cafeteria table sleeves no, rolled up no that was not uh, me at all i was uh, super quiet cigarette behind his ear not at all no I was trans quiet, with the subwoofers very in the shy. back saying, who wants to race me on Friday night for their girlfriend? No, that was not me until I got to my 20s. I completely mm. changed from who I was. The 20s is when you wanted to see I'll me. I'll fight you for 10 hours yeah, in the that, front yard. That, my 20s is when you want to see me in that situation. After TJ, you got that TJ go money? out the front door. That guy said he's coming back for a gun to talk to you. Let him come back with the gun. Toby, I believe it's been a few years since your back surgery, but can you do anything else besides get out of the big Tahoe and, and buy snacks at the gas station on the freeway? Do you broadcast a Sooner game? I want to know. What is that even huh? about? Oh, I just looked and saw who this was from because it makes no sense. Cheesehead, he's probably wanting to fight you or something. And I, that, none of that makes sense. Cheesehead, shut up. Buffoon to win a natty, Jumbo Fisher. That's true. Uh, Toby, how does March Madness affect recruiting? That's from Ty in Bartlesville. Well, free advertising for the teams that do well. You know? Uh, you get your logo out there on national television, especially for an extended amount of time. And... Uh, Top recruits around the country notice. Same thing college football playoff-wise or college World Series or whatever the case may be. Free advert, free recruiting. The Dukes, North Carolinas, in the basketball world are powerful because they make runs. They win championships. They're, um, They're on your TV. On, They're on, on all the, the CBS right. montages. They're mm -hmm. on all the highlights. And people say, that looks fun. I want to go there. 
OU Mitchell says, Baylor has three elite guards, and the NCAA tournament is always about guard play. It is, and that's why they could go to the Final Four. My counter to that would be, they are three elite guards that rely heavily on the three-point shot, and they're, they're all, none of them are big. So, like Keontae Johnson big, you know. So, if they have an off night, they could be in trouble. There's really, Flo Thamba's a big guy, but he doesn't have much game. Jonathan Chumwachacha was still not 100% healthy. They worry me a little bit because they're so three-point reliant, but they absolutely could get hot and make a run. Absolutely. They are dangerous. Dangerous. Ooh. Jalen Carter went from the first pick of the NFL draft to the projected first pick in the longest yard draft. Hopefully this will show that you should always tell the truth. Not always. Hmm. Interesting. Um, what a cool life Chad McKee has. Calling OU women's basketball game senior night and then the MLFF bass fishing the next morning. Jim in Arlington. <laughs> there he is he on must the, be on our television He's on the right set now, right now. There's a picture of yeah. him on the set. Does not look like the other two on the set with him. He's in a very nice suit. Mm. Very uh, hair perfect, beard perfect. And there's a guy next to him um, with a goatee and a mullet in a jean shirt unbuttoned. <laughs> All you dressed, dressed, Chad. I mean, <laughs> right. It's fishing, hun. What? I mean, I don't you think I should wear like a flannel shirt or something? Nope. We're pick, you're wearing one of those fine Italian suits that we bought this summer in Europe. You're gonna look good if you're gonna be with me, Chad. That's how that went down. No KFC. TJ is so stuck up. I eat fried chicken. I'm just saying I couldn't tell you the last time I had KFC fried chicken. There are some restaurants, some especially fast food restaurants, that you look down your nose at. A KFC would be one of those. You're right. Yeah, there are several, actually, that you're like, not only would I not eat there, I don't want to associate with anyone that is seen there. <laughs> I don't have any restaurants like that in my life. McDonald's? I go to McDonald's every Friday morning, grab a coffee, maybe a breakfast sandwich. Uh, actual I food see. like that's not a breakfast product. I don't know. I don't. I can't answer that. Bronx may have been like three or four, probably. Yeah. All right. Break time. Uh, Jenny Baranchek and her seniors post game after a big senior night overtime win. Next, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Big win for the Sooner women last night. Jumped out to a huge lead. Then it slipped away. Looked like they were going to lose in regulation. Made a last-second shot to send it to overtime, then won it in overtime. It was senior night for one of the most incredible senior classes in school history. Taylor Robertson, the all-time three-point queen. Anna Yanusa, who has overcome injury after injury in her career. Maddie Williams, and all three of those, and their head coach with the media after the game. Well, game of two halves for sure, obviously, um, and, and lessons to continue to be learned. And 
Um, but great game for women's basketball. Kansas State, I thought, was phenomenal, uh, especially in the second half. And, and there were some things that we needed to do different. They stifled us a little bit. Um, but uh, really proud of the team in terms of, you know, when we're in it, we stay steady and we never give up that belief. And I think there's a true testament to these to these three. Jenny, uh, this isn't a situation that this team has been in a whole lot this season. Kind of a game that maybe last year this team has been in a couple of times. But how good was it to see this version of this team play a game like this and experience a game like this late in the season? Yeah, um, I, I feel like it's it's good to be able to have these kinds of games where you come back and, and you got to find a way and you have to find different ways um, to be able to do it. Um, and at the same time, I think it's a huge lesson learned that at halftime it is 0-0. And so hopefully we can learn that. And I felt like we were a little bit on our heels and a little too hopeful in that third quarter. And we needed to do a much better job of being aggressive. I mean, they were the aggressor. Uh, and we needed to be the aggressor. So in order for us to continue to go um, and play as well as we are capable of playing, that's a major lesson we've got to learn as we come out of this. Jeannie, could you talk about the play that you set up out of the timeout with the 4.7 that you got? Skyler was a bad cut after she went down. talk about that play, what you were trying to do? Because it worked. Yeah, well, there were multiple options out of it, um, but yeah, that was that was the first read, and I thought Skyler did a phenomenal job. I thought it was a great pass. Uh, I thought her spacing was good, and um, I'll have to go back and really watch it because you you know we knew we've done that before, we've practiced it before, so it was something that we were familiar with. But um, at the same time, I thought um, what great composure. Maddie, what did you see on it when you got there? She invited the ball to you. Did you immediately think that she was going to get open? Skyler? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, uh, that was what we drew up was that she was going to get the ball back, um, regardless if it was her getting it right, I mean, getting it back right away on the wing and just ripping and driving or going to go post. And I mean, we were able to make the right read. So, how important is it for these three to go out with the win? Yeah, I felt like, you know, senior days are hard. They're, they're hard. I was really proud of the way that we started. I thought we started so well. And a lot of times you don't start well and it takes a little bit to go. Um, so I, that part I thought was really fun. And then I think we just really got on our heels in that third quarter. And I think senior day was kind of out until St Taylor started crying in overtime. <laughs> um, and we're like, we still have five more minutes. But honestly, I, I, you know, I think they've, they've all made really big plays. They all are able to make mistakes. They're able to miss a shot and be able to come back. I think that's just as much your response to be able to, if we don't make it, can you get a stop? And I thought when we needed to do those things, we did those things. Um, that third quarter is one that we're going to really study and just need to get better. All right, uh, far from a excited post game uh, for the OU women, <laughs> they seem pretty ticked that they almost lost that game, honestly. But found a way to win it. That means if they win Saturday, at least a share of the regular season Big 12 title. How, how good is this team coming back in games, though? I mean, it seems like every ways. other game that yeah, yeah there, there's games they've blown people out, sure. But it seems like there's so many games this year. We've talked about how they've 
fought back in the second half yep. of games and won, and ended up winning them in the end. They play a style that can do that. I mean, they can be so explosive that if they're down 12, you're like, well, they can do that. Like, they can go on 15-0 runs. They do it all the time. Right. So, um, yeah, but they got a, they got OSU on Saturday. That'll be interesting. Okay, the men, uh, Big 12 tournament, OU's going to be the 10, which means they'll play the 7. And this is interesting, Teach. Right now, the seventh seed is Oklahoma State. OSU is seven and ten. Iowa State is eight and nine. And then West Virginia is right behind them at six and eleven. So, depending on what happens, obviously on Saturday, will uh, shake out who ends up the seventh seed and Oklahoma's first opponent in Kansas City. Uh, Iowa State's got to go to Baylor. Hard to imagine they're going to win with the way they're playing right now and the Caleb Grill news and everything, and it being at Baylor. Oklahoma State goes to Texas Tech. Uh, winnable game, but tough. It's on the road. So we'll see. I would, I would say 75% chance that we've got Bedlam in the opening on opening night in Kansas City. I'll leave a 25% window open that Iowa State falls down or West Virginia climbs up. Honestly, I don't know who wins the West Virginia Oklahoma State tiebreaker. Uh, maybe an OSU fan listening out there does. But pretty good likelihood that on opening night we're going to have West Virginia Texas Tech in that first game, 8-9 game and Bedlam in the second and I don't hate that, TJ. I don't hate it. Look, I mean, I don't hate it either. And here's the deal. OU, when it comes to that first matchup, it doesn't really matter which of those teams because they can beat any of those teams and or they can lose by 20 to any of those teams. You're speaking the truth. I mean, that's that's the way it is. And basically, you could do that with uh, the entire Big 12 if you look up and down it. OU can win and beat any of them on uh, certain nights, but they can also have a night like last night where they find themselves down big and are trying well, to f- scrap back from 20-point deficit. They've either beaten or lost at the buzzer to every, every team in every this one league of them. Right. except TCU. And they have another crack at them on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Kansas could have beaten them in Lawrence. Texas twice took them to the wire, once in overtime. Baylor... Coulda, shoulda beat them in Norman. K-State did beat them. Iowa State beat them. OSU, you know what? Take that back. OSU handled them twice. They have not played a close game against OSU. So I take that back. West Virginia beat them. Texas Tech beat them. But for that reason, and remember Oklahoma State without Avery Anderson, I don't hate a Bedlam matchup. Now, athletes, athletic bigs, Caleb Boone, Musa Cisse, that's a problem. It's not a great matchup. But psychologically, it'd be fun. And what the heck? Like, everything, they're going to be an underdog with every game they play against anybody the rest of the way for as long as they're still playing basketball. So, might as well be Bedlam, right? That's true. That's right. I mean, although... If if you know, OSU does have the tiebreaker with Iowa State, 
And if I I think it, OSU wins, Iowa State loses, then I think you've got OU Iowa State, and I like that even more. <laughs> I like that even more. Uh, Iowa State beat them on a shot by a guy that doesn't play for him anymore in Norman. And OU just dissected them pretty good up in Ames, and Iowa State's really scuffling right now. Now, the problem is playing Iowa State in Kansas City is no fun at all. The entire city of Ames They filled the arena pretty well, yeah. So that's, that's the other side of that. But either one of those matchups are winnable, and then in your... If you win it, you're going to be against the two seed in the quarterfinals, and that's going to be either Texas. Well, Texas, Baylor, and Kansas State are all tied for second right now. So it'll be one of those three teams. Break time. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Killer crossover time as we welcome in now at Plank's show, the man who does not like to talk OU softball, only five-star quarterbacks. Good morning, Plank. That's right. That's right. How dare I How dare I just talk about Jackson Arnold after the OU-UCLA game? How was your trip back? Everything good? You guys uh, make it smoothly? Smoothly back, yep. Uh, smooth trip back. Every, everything except for the basketball game went fine. One more regular um, season game, and thank you, my friend, for uh, hosting Rudy's shows tonight. No, that's right. That's right. This is uh, this is something I haven't got to do the uh, Sooner Sports Talk. You've uh, carried that load all season long, and I'm bumped to sit with Porter and sit with Jenny for a little bit tonight. So that'll be good. I mean, I the, the timing of it kind of sucks coming off a loss, but it's fine. I mean, Porter's awesome, and I can't wait to sit and chat with him tonight. It's been a minute. We've had a few of those this year, so it's not like it's. Uh uncomfortable territory. How does, Porter, so be how does Porter feel that you've given up on the team and just aren't showing tonight? Is he all right with this? I don't know. Ask him. Make that one of your questions tonight. <laughs> so uh, I'm Tyler, with. Tyler Neal yeah. will be with you, by the way, for um, the Porter-Moser part of that show. Oh, cool. I don't know if you knew that. I'm sure not. we'll be getting a very thorough rundown, too, coming to my inbox here any moment. Uh, you'll be getting a rundown. Well, it depends on who's doing it. If it's Grant Wade, okay. probably 10 minutes before the show. If it's Dan Cavanaugh, he probably called you two days ago. And I think it might ah, yeah. be Dan Cavanaugh. So. I, heard, I heard from Dan a while back, so we're good to yeah. go. But, yeah, it'll be good. Thank it'll you, my good. friend. Uh, I appreciate you giving me a break tonight. Yeah, no, no, no worries. No worries at all. It's uh, it's birthday tomorrow for Gwen, so it's kind of like crazy planning around the house. So it's probably good for me to get out for a couple of hours. And, what are we and doing? Let, uh, uh, she is having a movie night. She has nice. her birthdays. And her birthday celebrations have been consistently imploded by terrible weather. Um, her pizza party that we had for her whenever we first moved down here at Chuck E. Cheese, there was an ice storm. Um, we've had, you know, snow that came and shut things down. So she's been 
she's hasn't been able to like just truly have a kind of weather-free big-time party. So that's what we're doing for it tomorrow night and having friends over and movie, movie night, night at the house. At the house, at the house we bought okay. we bought a popcorn maker. As a matter nice. of fact, so yeah, I've always wanted one. Like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about like? Like a stovetop popcorn maker? Or are you talking about like one of those standalone little popcorn machines? I believe, based on what I saw in the package that I'm sure was overpriced, uh, it looks like it's a standalone popcorn maker. And that took me cool. back to my, my childhood. Yeah, like, I, I want one of those. It's like a standalone popcorn maker. And if it's like what we had, there was a little area where you could put some butter. And yeah. it would melt the butter while it pops it. And you pour it on it. Yeah. Fat kids That's night. big Let's time. Go. TJ, doesn't that sound tonight. fun? Do you have a popcorn machine at your palace over there, TJ? I do not, no. Just the microwavable bags. What about so. at the lake? You have a popcorn machine do at not. the lake house? No, do not. Just the microwavable bags. That's big time. Well, I like it. Let me know if you enjoy it or if it's just a pain in the butt, Chris, because that sounds fun. There's a good chance that it could be the latter, but um, <laughs> Lil' Gwenny is a, uh, is a popcorn aficionado, so that's kind of her, her go-to snack. So she'll make sure to let us know if it is. It is bueno or no bueno. So one thing I've missed this week, and this might be my bad for not paying attention, but Toby Rowland, men's gymnastics, play-by-play, huh? Yeah, Saturday night. That's one of the reasons I I, I begged you to help me out tonight because I got the double dip on Saturday coming up, so. No, I'm excited. Mark Williams is, uh, 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 you know, he's – Raise the bar very high for this. So, gotcha. We've got Michigan awesome. coming hey, to do town. Do you know if I'm doing? It'll be fun. Do you know if I'm doing TV or radio this weekend? For softball. I don't know the answer to that. I nah. can find that out. I can find that out for you though, and send it your way. I'm in a, I'm in a glass case of emotion trying to figure this out this week, Hero. Been good <laughs> times, man. Okay, I think I have a, a chart here somewhere. So we'll, oh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, hang on. I'm going to find it while we're still on. How long I, do I, I have here, TJ? I say that I'm really excited to watch you do men's gymnastics. So I think that'll be fun on Saturday night. 20 seconds. Okay, here we go. Softball UIC. Plank is on radio. Chad's on TV. Okay. There we go. All DJ right. is your color analyst. Let's go. Come on, TJ. Game uh, on, baby. That is, oh, crap. Yeah, we got to talk. We'll be back. Uh, That's it for me. That's it for me. Have a great Thursday, everybody.